At Two Brain, we have over 20 mentors from around the world, from Canada to New Zealand. We interview every single one of those mentors of the Two Brain team to show you how they got started in their business and how the path has led them to mentoring. These paths that they have all taken are different, but allow you to better understand each and every one of them. Connect with a mentor that best fits you. All right, I'm here with Anastasia. Um, I wanted to bring, again, every mentor on here. We're doing the mentor series. Um, but you kind of have a unique situation or scenario of, of life because um, you're not in the U.S., you're not in Canada, which it seems like we have a lot of mentors that are from there. We do have a few, of course, in Sweden. Um, but you are a little bit outside of even that that area. So welcome to the show, Anna. Hi. So I want to get back to the very beginning of you. Um, you didn't start off in New Zealand. You actually started off in Russia. That's where you were raised. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. And we moved to New Zealand when I was 19. Wow. That's, that's still a young age to, to move uh, continents. I mean, move far, far away. So um, let's start with uh, when you were a little bit younger. When did you, you started working when you were um, about, what, 15 years old or so? Yeah, pretty young. Pretty young, which is quite uncommon for Russia, especially back then, like a million years ago, without saying how old I am. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so but, why is that? Why is that so unique? Or unique for even uh, Russian culture? Um, normally in Russia, especially back then, uh, parents support you until you finish university because it's priority to get education, finish school, go to uni, and then you go and find a job. So it, it was quite uncommon, but my dad had a business back then when we first came out of communism and I saw that, you know, working really hard, earning money. And I thought, this is really cool. This is something that I want to do. So I found the opportunity to go and work for someone at the markets, just pretty much running around between sites, bringing the correct shoe sizes. When I was 15 or 14. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so starting from there, what, uh, what other jobs did you kind of, kind of line up with, um, as you, as you progressed through your life? Um, at last year at school, when I was uh, 17, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. So I finished, um, like barman courses or by a woman course or whatever it is. And I was, as soon as I finished school, I started working in hospitality. So working and at, at the bar. But while I was last year at school, I already was going to university three times a week after school to ensure that I can pass exams um, to get to uni when I finished school. So while I, as soon as I finished school, I got another job doing waitressing and bar work and stuff like that. And then a few months later, I was offered a management position. But it was a little bit of interesting situation. They hired about 20 different managers. And every week they would fire one manager. So then at the end of pretty much like a term, um, they only kept four managers for the job. And I was one of them. So at age of 17, I was managing 
big like restaurant or cafe or whatever you want to call it in the middle of the Moscow where we had about 100 staff and we pretty much shared the job between four people. Wow. Okay. So that was kind of my last Russian job experience before we moved to New Zealand. So in 2003, we, as a family, we moved to New Zealand um, when I was 19. And because I couldn't speak any English whatsoever, my first job was uh, washing dishes. Um, And then slowly progressed from washing dishes into waitressing and then into retail, just doing sales. Um, And then being approached to manage one store and then slowly they approached me to manage their two stores in retail. So we've been in sales for a while. Um, and then slowly while I was doing that, I went and did some study and learned how to do nails. Not sure why I did that, but I thought it was a great idea at that point of time. Um, and that's how I started my first business, uh, doing mobile service. So I would come to people's houses to do their nails um, because I figured out that there was nothing like this at that point of time in those years. Um, and everyone had to go to salons, but especially moms who had little kids, it was a bit inconvenient. So I would go to their houses to get it done. So that was my first experience, I guess, with um, running my own business. And then I got a job as um, general manager running a factory that was uh, producing food, pre-made food for kebab stores. So I did that for a while, then saw opportunity to set up my second business uh, to do like a wholesale product. So what I did is I would collect orders night before from cafes and restaurants. I'll go to the factory, collect my orders, which was mainly chicken, like halal chicken, and deliver that in my truck. So I used I bought a truck that didn't require a special license, so it was under one ton, the freezer on the back, and I would drive that truck, getting up early at 3 a.m., going to the factory, like a massive factory where they would kill birds, I'd pick my orders up and deliver to the clients. And at that point of time, because I was in my early 20s, I felt embarrassed to say that I was a business owner because it wasn't a call back then. So I would just pretend that I was a driver. <laughs> and <laughs> when they would give me uh, payments or message or whatever, they would say, hey, can you pass it on to your boss? And I'll go, yep, okay, I'll do that. And I go back home, call them in the evening, <laughs> collect orders, and again, I would go to the factory early morning and deliver. And then at some point of time, I decided to sell that business because I saw another opportunity um, to create a bottle company, water bottle company that, uh, you know, just like supplying supermarkets and stuff like that. So <laughs> uh, when that for a while, <laughs> went with that for a while, sold that as well. Um, then I decided it was time to explore and learn a little bit more. So I got a job at investment company um, as their like an admin accounts person. So I learned how to do accounts and um, more about investment and how, you know, how stock works and how bonds work and things like that. Um, 
Uh, what else did I do? Then I moved to another city. That's right. I met my husband. We moved to another city for his work. So I start working for a uh, tax department, learning about tax. <laughs> <laughs> and then I applied for a job in like a bookkeeping financial controller. So I thought that would be great. So now everything that I learn about investment and about tax, now it's time to learn about accounts and financial controlling and things like that. So while I was doing all of that, working for someone, I always had another business on the side. So uh, with my MMA background, I thought it was a great idea to set up a little business on the side, running boot camps and teaching especially females, um, that was my interest, how to box and kickbox and defend themselves pretty much. So then when that went for a while, um, and we just outgrew our little area that we were renting. And that's when I had a conversation with my husband and I said, look, we need to do something. We need to go into bigger space. At that point of time, we both started doing CrossFit, we fell in love and decided it was time to open up CrossFit gym. And it was back in 2013. So that's how we got into owning CrossFit gym. I still worked for the first, I think, two years until my daughter was born doing financial controlling and bookkeeping for another company while I was still running the gym. And I think it's quite common that lots of people business owners do when they first open up the business. So when my daughter was born, I left my other job, started running gym full time, realized that um, it wasn't enough for me. So uh, <laughs> I needed another challenge and I created a meal company. So I approached one of the chefs and said, look, I've got this great idea. I need a chef let's set up company and let's do that. So we set up a company um, doing meal prep for people who was into like paleo and counting macros and just healthy lifestyle. So got great website, everything. I ran that for about a year, I think, and then sold it because I realized that the company needed someone who needed like 60, 80 hours a week to put into it, especially at the start. And I... At that point of time, I was doing my internship to do um, in, uh, to become a mentor, and because I always wanted to help people and have a big impact um, on their success, I realized that by being a mentor, I can actually help more people rather than having a meal company, if that makes sense. So I made a choice to sell the meal company. But while I had a meal company, while I was doing an internship to become a mentor and my gym, I actually bought another gym <laughs> with my husband and another uh, business partner. So had two gyms, one meal company, and was training to become a mentor. But likely... Uh, this year, I've just had to make a choices, you know, like what I want to concentrate on and how many people I would like to help. So we end up selling the second gym. So right now I'm concentrating on being a mentor and running successful gym, just one gym <laughs> at this point, <laughs> which is great. 
It's not, yeah. So it sounds like you've, you've had, I mean, um, what, what are we on five or, or seven businesses that you've started and either, uh, uh, moved on to something else, um, or was, was able to actually, uh, sell the business. It sounds like. Yes. Yes, definitely. That, <laughs> that is awesome. Um, I don't think I could ever get to buy or creating that many businesses, but, um, I'm glad to know. And, and that's something new that I never knew about you of how many businesses you actually have, uh, uh started and ran. So that's, that's amazing. I mean, that's, that's huge. I will, um, yeah. Yep. <laughs> I was going to say, um, do you feel like every, every business that you've, you've opened and started and done, um, you've set, you've seen a need for it, but, uh, do you feel like that each one of these businesses has, um, allowed you to be a better mentor? Yes, definitely. Definitely. Um, and I think looking back, I always knew, there's, there's something, uh, you know, like there's something for me, like I wanted to help people and by trying out all different jobs and different businesses, I was trying to learn as much as I can from different opportunities, like learning how to do finance, learning how to do investment, learning how to, about tax, you know, all sorts of different things. And it definitely helped me how to be a better mentor and how to set up businesses from the scratch, you know, like what a company, there's so much to think about. Like, where do you get caps? Where do you get bottles? Are they what kind of bottles? Are they what kind of material? Where do you get water? Like, how much do you charge? How do you deal with supermarkets? You know, like there's lots of different things that you have to think about that definitely helped me to be a better mentor because I can see I guess outside the box, not just, Oh yeah, this is a great idea. And I want to have this business or whatever. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Um, now since you are a mentor, you've been mentoring for a while now. Uh, do you feel like you still learn from the people that you mentor, the gyms and business owners that you mentor? For sure. For sure. I always say that you need a mentor because they can, they don't have emotional connection to your business. So they can actually see situation as it is rather than when you yourself in the situation and you're so consumed by feelings that you struggle to make the right decision. So when I mentor, I sometimes sit there and think, oh my God, this is such a great idea. Why don't I implement it myself for my own gym? <laughs> and yeah, the I, I learned from it. I actually learned myself, not just how to be a better mentor, but how to be a better business owner as well. And a leader for my team, for sure. Nice. Uh, what, um, if somebody's looking for a mentor, um, what do you feel like the characteristics or what do you think they should be searching for when they are looking for a mentor? I think quite a big thing is uh, values. I think if somebody was to interview their future mentor, they want to know what their values are, what their experience is. Um, yeah, th those are the, I would say for me, that would be the biggest, biggest things. Yep. Okay. And then uh, last question I have is if, if someone is looking for a mentor, whether it's with two brain or any other mentoring service that is out there, um, 
what's one thing you would tell somebody that is that is contemplating this, contemplating getting a mentor? Get a mentor before you have to. That's the definitely this the best thing that I've done is got a mentor for myself. It definitely changed the way I run business. It's changed the way I um, deal with my team. And it's just good to have someone, like I said, who doesn't have emotional connection to your business and can actually tell you how it is and can encourage you to get out of your comfort zone and do things that you sometimes might not do, but you need to. No, I, I think, um, I think that's, that's something that has probably not been brought up a lot. Definitely in the mentor series, um, is the fact that, that having a mentor allows you to have an outside point of view that doesn't have an emotional tie to that, to your business and what you're doing, because we all like to, we, it's kind of like, um, having, having a baby. And if you have the ugly baby, everyone else is going to see that you're just going to see your baby. Who's going to be the most beautiful baby out there. Um, so it just, it, it just allows somebody to, uh, kind of give that, uh, that outside look into, um, whether or not your business is actually the way you see it yeah. or it's actually being seen in a different way. And, and that mentor can kind of give you, give you that point yes, of view. For sure. That's, that's yeah, definitely. All right. Um, if, if anybody wants to reach out to you, Anna, uh, for mentoring or has more questions for you, um, what's the best place to reach you? Um, by email, Anastasia at twobrainbusiness.com. Or awesome. just um, jump on Two Brain Business website, then book a free call with one of our mentors and then get in touch with me that way. Perfect. Awesome. Anna, thank you so much for your time. We greatly appreciate it. Um, I love to hear the stories that you have and I can't wait to uh, see you at the summit and be able to uh, talk more with you and have, have listened to more of the stories and other businesses that you've started that uh, we didn't even get to on here. I'm sure there's plenty more. So thank you for your time. Greatly appreciate it. Thank you, Greg. As always, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. We greatly appreciate you and everyone that has subscribed to us. If you haven't done that, please make sure you do drop a like to the episode, share with a friend. And if you haven't already, please write us a review and rate us on what you think. If you hated it, let us know. If you loved it, even better. See you guys later.